Oh, yeah. I feel left out I didn't get to do this last week. You guys had nice can pops also. I was a little jealous. I was like, oh. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. Have so much fun without me, <laughs> Jeff and Hayden. So glad school stopped me from doing this. Oh. By the way, cool. we had like... We had a podcast prepared and everything. I just like could not show up. So if people are, I, I, you guys did mention it, but I'm here to stay. <laughs> I don't want anyone to think I'm not here to stay. I, I forget what reason we said in it. I, I at one point we were going to make some big deal about how you were never coming back, and we decided that we did, we didn't want to scare away the fan base, so we didn't do that. But <laughs> <laughs> honestly, the public outrage emails, if there, uh, that would have, oof, that would have jerked off my ego <laughs> the right way. <laughs> No, luckily we Should didn't we, do that. Jeff, do you want to introduce our special guest? That's right. Yeah, Hayden couldn't make it this week, so instead we have my beautiful fiance Courtney stepping in because uh, later in this episode we will be talking about Whole Foods, and Courtney is uh, somewhat of a Whole Foods expert, <laughs> <laughs> which I especially learned as we made a Whole Foods grocery shopping trip. So, yeah, Courtney's joining. Hi. Thanks. Thanks for having me on Hi, your Courtney. pod. Courtney. Courtney's Hi, written into the show before. She's. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you listened to every episode? Thoroughly, Courtney? Not quite oh, yet. Oh, I know. Geez. I missed. Oh, not even one. a committed listener. Oh, no. What the fuck I is this? Know. I was just on vacation, and I don't really listen to podcasts whilst on vacation, so I missed the last one. Mm-hmm. But it's the Harmontown episode, so I'm excited to oh, listen my to gosh. it. Oh. I know. You haven't listened to the Harmontown episode yet? Not yet. It's a good one. It's it's a good one if you've listened to the episodes of <laughs> yeah. Harmontown we talk about. Oh, I feel like you'll love it. They they have the Doughboys. Uh, sorry for everybody that's going to listen to me talk about Harmontown forever. It's the only podcast we talk about. They have the Doughboys on, and they do a bunch of skits together with Dan Harmon, and they're really funny. Oh, they're, boy. Oh, I don't even have to look over at you. I can look at you in the mirror. They're really good. <laughs> they're, yeah. You guys have a mirror in front of you? Oh, I guess you're in a closet. Yeah. A little, a little peek behind the curtain here. A little tangent quest peek behind the curtain. Jeff and Courtney are recording in a closet to embrace their inner Hayden <laughs> while he's absent. You yeah. look good doing it. We, oh, thanks. I think that we have some uh, Harmontown subreddit people that are listening to the podcast now. So if you're new from the sur- Harmontown subreddit, welcome. Uh, I'll try to sneak in Harmontown talk whenever I can. So, you know. Well, I that. feel like at least every other episode we talk about Harmontown. As we Just should. somehow it comes up. Yeah. I So that... I, I'm, I, I was always skeptical when you said you were posting into the subreddits of the the podcast we listen to each week. Because I don't want people to be like, look at these pandering little fuckheads. Like, fuck you yeah. and your stupid podcast, you <laughs> bitch. Like, I don't want people to message me that or, you know, send us an email that says that. But I guess they'd have to listen to send us the email. You know, I take it back. It's all good. But I just didn't want people to be like buttholes about it. But no one's yeah. been a butthole about it. Everyone's been pretty cool about it. No, it's been really good. It's really hard to write those posts. And I really don't want to do it anymore because it's just me being like, Hey, like, I actually think maybe you people would enjoy this, so check it out. It's not me being like, I'm not making any money off of this. Like, it really doesn't matter if they listen to it or not. But oh, no. I was like, if I was a Harmontown person, I would enjoy hearing anybody talk about Harmontown for any period of time. So I was like, And it like was it. just, it was like an hour and a half circle jerk about how much <laughs> yeah. we love Harmontown. Oh, so so good. I feel like people who want to get in on a circle jerk, it was a great episode for that. Yeah. But for example, when we did the Enorma cast, Oh, man. And the Enormacast podcast retweeted us without listening to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, and stuff like Binge Mode and uh, Welcome to Night Vale. I didn't touch those subreddits. I'm very curious what they would think of that. But I Honestly, I would be really curious to have the Night Vale people send us uh, 
like you know we want to get those vi- those voice clips going mm-hmm. i really would be curious how many people would send us voice clips be like you fucking idiots let me explain this to you you goddamn degenerates like i'm sure there's a lot there that we're missing that people want to tell us about for example yeah. tessa who tweeted at us that we didn't understand night veil vale. i mean that's what it, I, i'm about. sure there's there there's 8.5 million people who believe the same thing so but do you maybe think we that should they post it do you think that they would have gotten your is this a night veil or is it a made-up scenario questions correctly <laughs> oh i think they would have like because i listened to all i only listened to the three episodes they would call me out so fast think i think so? they, i think hayden's were genuinely really hard because i had to actually guess it was not like i i was it was almost pure guessing mine hayden snuffed out <laughs> so fast yeah it was kind of crazy so mine mine they would call me an idiot who doesn't understand the show hayden's <laughs> they would just they or mine they would snap got it hayden's i think would be tough hayden's also secretly a good writer so his were really good as he was sending them in i was like did you actually make these up like they were they were pretty impressive so maybe we yeah. need to get tessa to i don't know how we could play this game with tessa but i want to prove to people that you can really easily make up this stuff because it was really easy to make up i stand by that bad, night fail but... was so easy to we if if we would have been first to the market with night veil vale, ours would have been day town <laughs> day town <laughs> we could have definitely taken over that and they would have had no shot i think it's a first to market advantage yeah that's just me that's fair well courtney we listen to your podcast we listen to ologies and we talk yeah. about it how did you, you guys still you love ologies that? i Don't really you? like it it's i haven't listened to it as much recently because doughboys has become too addicting but when i do listen to it i really like it what what how did you find ologies by the way courtney i mean it's like so up your alley <laughs> yeah. from a, like a from a profession standpoint but yeah, no, what? it's perfect. I um, I just found it on Spotify, I think. It was recommended to me on Spotify. So great work, Spotify, on that one. Um, yeah, I listen to it all the time. I really love it. I generally have not been super interested in, um, like, ecology sort of things. I just don't really care as much about that, usually. But Allie Ward is such an incredible... Um, she like makes it all very very interesting so she's a good host she's a great yeah. host she's a really good host she's and yeah. so she does those little interjections if you um start to lose interest in the subject which always bring me back and she explains things really well and in like a really comical way so that things even if they could be dry she makes them really interesting and the ho- the, the guests that she finds are incredible i don't know how she finds like the funniest, most enthusiastic people, it seems like, in each field, but she does it and it's great and I love it. I think that's a huge trial and error thing. I wouldn't be surprised if she has hundreds of hours of recorded stuff with people who just are not interesting to oh, listen to. Oh man, I've never thought about that, but yeah, what if yeah. she does? It's like her fourth time interviewing someone about wolves or something. She's like, <laughs> yeah. I just can't find a good person to talk to. Yeah, I've done some like market research and like weird interview stuff in the past and i will tell you if i was going to create a podcast around like doing market interviews only one to two percent of all interviewees would make the podcast (laughs) there's people are just boring as shit and they explain (laughs) things so boring i'm like oh god get away from me i think she does a lot of vetting too i was listening to her talk about it on a different podcast and she was talking about how she finds the people and 
Um, she has a lot of different ways to figure out who would be interesting to talk to. She's, a lot of them she said she meets at conferences, which maybe not as much anymore, but um, she meets them at conferences or finds them like on Twitter or gets recommendations from people. Yeah, I was going to say her network is probably so vast now in the academic field that I bet you it's not hard for her to find amazing experts at this point. Yeah, well, a lot of the experts are probably college professors. And so if you're really good at lecturing and then the students listen to ologies and then write Allie Ward and say, this person's an, incre an incredible volcanologist, like you need to have them on your show. If she gets that many of those emails, then maybe that's how she... She figures it out. She does it. She does it well. She Man, this we we need to save this for the recap episode because this is what we're doing. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever we have guests, though, we're like, "Ooh, tell us about what you listen to and why you like us so much." But the <laughs> thing is, I know the two guests we've had are people deeply in relationships with our co-hosts or with the hosts. That's true. So yeah. it's like, if can and you imagine Allie, if they Allie, were like, uh, "I hate you guys," Harry Potter Alley. She was, she was our third. Oh, guest. Harry Potter. I'm yeah. so dumb. Of course, Early Harry Potter. On. Yeah, I, I black out that interview because of how bad I reversed <laughs> on it. That was a good one. It was, was a great interview. Yeah. She was a, I think she we was need to interview to more strangers at some point for some reason. If we can get, like, a reputation, you know, where people are like, oh, yeah, I'd come on. I would love at some point for a podcast host of a podcast we talk about to come on to our podcast. That'd be really That's interesting. Like, That'd be terrifying. Dream. But like, what would you, what is your, what would be your number one pick if you had to pick one? Uh, right now? Yeah. Well, Dan Harmon. You'd pick but... Dan Harmon? <laughs> oh, because he would just, he would just, yeah, he would just be a shit show and a half. It'd yeah. be fucking great. Dude. That could be really good because Dan seems pretty approachable and he also seems very honest about what his show is. So that could be really good. Yeah, Dan you know what we should pick. do? We should tweet at Dan Harmon uh -huh. and just see if he'll fucking do it. Oh my He gosh. might. Yeah. Could you imagine? We'd be like, hey, we have 50 listeners. Yeah. Uh, do you want to be on our podcast? Literally zero risk because only 50 people hear it. <laughs> we should check. Uh, Jeff B. Davis was doing that thing. Is it Fiverr? Where you could like send a celebrity some money and they would put together like a short something for you. I yeah. Jeff Davis was doing Fiverr, which is to just be like, Jeff, here's 20 bucks. Say something about our podcast if you'll please listen to it. Is he actually on Fiverr? He used to be. He, early on in quarantine, on, he was. I, I must Google this right now. Yeah. Jeff B. Davis, Fiverr. Because there were pictures with him sitting around with a bottle of Fernet and his banjo. And just like, I don't know what he would do exactly, but I'm sure it was great. I don't think he's on there anymore. <sighs> it's because they're touring again, I think. Or they're not. Oh, are they? Like, uh, Did they open tours. up the touring again? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so good. That's Maybe that's we get Spencer I would... on. Oh, Spencer would be great too. See, again, these are all like like pipe dreams, like wet pipe dreams, <laughs> wet as pipe I describe dreams. them. Uh, that it, this would just be the dream. Like, I, I would, I was gonna say, if not Dan Harmon, I would definitely choose the Doughboys. Speaking of this episode, yeah. If I if we could get one of the Doughboys on here, another group of people who I just feel like if they were bored, they might just do it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Because how many times, how often do you think these people are asked? Probably a lot. What am I talking about? To come on to podcasts, right? Yeah, maybe. It could be a lot. It's hard to tell. I mean, look, I would put a little cash together to be like, I will. we will pay you? Yeah. For like 20 minutes of your time? What's that worth to you? Just 20 minutes. <laughs> just 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Just 20, just 20 minutes. If you're having fun, stay. If you're not, leave. You could just disconnect right away. I don't care. Oh, man. That'd be so good. That'd be so good, wouldn't it? We'll have to start emailing in shows. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, like, at some point, someone's going to say yes. Yeah. And they're going to be like, yeah, sure. 
Fuck it. We could email like, Ali Ward. We'll oh be man. like, Courtney's got a PhD. Come on our podcast. Almost a PhD. Speaking of, oh, sorry, speaking of someone who's probably he too busy for us. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I said like Dan Harmon initially is because he's not, he doesn't have a podcast anymore. Mm-hmm. What he, ha, do you follow him on Instagram? Yeah. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> he's always woodworking now. Every time I, I look, he's doing woodwork. Like, what? Yeah, so what? I think he's just hanging out and kind of like working Rick and Morty a little bit and woodworking and kind of just trying to live his life. Yeah. He might do it. Yeah. You never know. It's hard to peek behind the curtain on social media because <laughs> who knows what the fuck's actually going on. That's fair. Yeah. Maybe he's working his ass off on Rick and Morty. But Oh, here, here you go, listeners. Uh, if you want to help us out, uh, tweet at your favorite podcast host to come on our podcast. <laughs> That'll work. You guys don't email or tweet us now. You might as well tweet someone else. <laughs> at Tangent Quest, add us in the tweet. Let's see what happens. Someone's got to say yes. I hope right? they do welcome to Night Vale and try to get the Night Vale host on. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. I don't like... See, I, I try to live my life. I only say things out loud that I'm willing to say to the person I'm talking about in person. Okay. I like that. And the Night Vale episode, I'm I'm on the line. <laughs> because it's not like I think the people who make Night Vale are bad people. I just think the content they produce is boring. That's fair. I hope that they're the ones who come onto your podcast. Yeah. They would I would I would kind of love that though. Yeah. What if they showed us what if there is like something signature that we're missing about it that just makes it so good? What if they just had like a three-line sentence, like "Here's what you're missing right here, here, and here," and that's all you need to know? And we were suddenly like, "Oh my god, this podcast is great!" Yeah, that would. Be I great. can't imagine what those three sentences are, but <laughs> that's why you <laughs> it's need to come be, on your show. Yeah, it's got to be something. Yeah, man, now I'm just no. They would listen like, to that. They would listen to the episode and be like, "Absolutely fucking yeah, not. of course, yeah." <laughs> this, this Andrew guy sounds not only uneducated but a little belligerent, and we're out. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's probably true. I was just thinking about different people that we've talked about who would be funny to have on the podcast, like Roman Mars. I would just like, I would just, I couldn't talk if Roman Mars was on our podcast. If you listen to, no, I would send him, I would send him text messages of everything I wanted, I wanted to say, so he could say them in his voice. I like it. We would just type things to him, and he would talk to each of us. Yeah, yeah, I because if he's on, I wouldn't want to talk. I would want the listeners to just get to embrace that amazing voice of his for an hour god it's so it's so pleasant yeah that's all we need just talk for us roman say what you think we would say it'd be like those we just sit there we just sit there nodding like yeah Yeah, yeah. that's great doing this like go get off roman do it have you seen those uh people will remix joe rogan podcasts like if joe rogan has a guest on twice this person will put together these uh videos where it's them talking to themselves and they like put it together like full conversations. I, I think it's called like, it's like Rewind Cast or something like that. It's a YouTube channel. They're really funny, but this is what it's sounding like. It would just be Roman Mars talking to Roman Mars. They're really entertaining. If you haven't seen, honestly, them, if Roman out. Mars had a podcast where all he did is describe what he did in his day, I would listen to it. So <laughs> he should read every audiobook. You know what? We've got all this AI and stuff. Somebody needs to make like uh, an AI that can just redo everything in Roman Mars' voice. Because I would just listen to every audiobook with, with some Roman Mars doing stuff. God, could you imagine? I would too. Yeah. Man, this is I'm just... Roman Mars. <laughs> Today, I woke up a little late, but I turned off my alarm 
and continued with my day. <laughs> I ate a modest breakfast and immediately went to my car as I had to get to the office in beautiful downtown Oakland, California. Or whatever the fuck they say. I would I would eat that shit up, dude. Are we'll you kidding me? To... I can't sound like him, but that's I would I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this five hours? Because I could do this for five hours, Roman. Like, let's let's like just he should just annotate his day. We'll listen to that, but not welcome to Night Vale. That's where we draw the line. Well, if Roman Mars talk, was fine, the fine. voice of Welcome to Night Vale, I'd listen. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. If Roman Mars is listening right now, I feel like if you ever need a good mental jerk off, just come on this podcast. <laughs> Oh, man. oh boy! Oh Roman. Well, should we should we get into the meat of it so we can talk about uh, Doughboys for a second time? A uh, second time, and I'm I'm very excited to come back to Doughboys. Me too. Me too. Because I feel like we did it justice, but there's just always more to talk about. I've got a lot to say this time. Before I was just a, a mediocre Doughboys fan. Now I'm now I'm really on board. I've gotten Corny to listen to quite a few of them. Yeah. We went to. It's gonna be a whole thing. But before that, should we? What, what should we talk about? What we've been listening to? What we've been watching? Yeah. Can we start with our guest? Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So what I've been consuming this week, um, like I said, I uh, don't listen to a lot of podcasts while I'm out of town, but I do listen to my favorite podcast. Probably my favorite podcast as of now. It's called Hysteria. Um, it has Aaron Ryan and Alyssa Mastromonaco as hosts, and it's, I'd say it's a political podcast, but it's more of just a news podcast, um, so they go over, like, it's once a week, they they go over what happened in current events that week, but it's, um, they do it in a really funny way, so kind of put a comical twist on it, which I very much appreciate, and I started listening to it probably a month ago. And I liked it so much that I started going backwards in time and re-listening to the episodes. And I got back to, like, February. Oh, damn. And that's that's a lot of episodes. (laughs) Um, But they're hilarious. And Alyssa Mastromonaco was uh, one of the uh, top Obama... uh, Let's see. She was the director of scheduling in advance in the Obama White House. And then the deputy chief of staff for the White House. Um in the Obama era, so she knows a ton about politics, so she has, like, an inside perspective, but she's probably, well, aside from you, of course, Andrew, the funniest person that I've heard on a podcast. Oh, wow. My God. What a compliment. <laughs> Thank you what for that. What a compliment. Um, and so I also bought both of her books that she's written, and I'm reading them right now, so I'm also- Oh, you got them on deck. hmm So on for the deck. listener at home, Courtney just showed me the book. Yeah, one wow. of the two. So, so I, here's the thing, dot, 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 is the name of the title. Yep. And she's sitting on the floor like, oh, can you believe this? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good description. That's exactly what she's doing. Exactly what wow. She's doing. <laughs> so if you need to find the book, there you go. <laughs> there's, the, there's the front page for you. Yep, just look for that, yeah. that exact book. Um, so her first book is called Who Thought This Was a Good Idea? And it's about working in the White House. But it's like a funny inside perspective of working in campaigns and White Houses, which I thought was great and a like really unique, original way to kind of learn about that. And then I'm almost done with this book, which I uh, just started on my plane ride back. So um, it's a lot faster than I usually read, and it's hilarious, and I highly recommend it. So they kind of take a comedic spin on political news? Is that their gist? Yeah, yeah, totally. That's cool. Have you ever heard of Pod Save America? <laughs> I have. I listen to it every episode. 
Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, because those guys, I forgot their names, but they they were old Obama era Yeah, she, uh, so she worked dudes. with them. Um, oh, so do they talk, does she talk about them? She does, yeah. She talks about them a lot in her book. And she actually, so the way that I learned about her is she was on a Pod Save America spinoff about the vice presidential nomination and, like, who Joe Biden would pick because she picked um, the VP, or she was on the committee that picked the VP for John Kerry and for Obama in 2008. Um, okay. So she works with Crooked Media. Oh, okay. That so I think we can network. just yeah, give our listeners a, a fair warning here. I believe this is a liberal podcast. <laughs> I mean, we'll have to have the listeners listen to it and just see for themselves, but potentially liberal leaning, yes. Potentially, potentially liberal leaning. leaning. I, a touch left, just if you will. Just this hair. Obama, hair left. Yes, yes. Come on, who doesn't like Obama? It's Obama. Obama. <laughs> a lot of people don't like Obama. Oh, what are they doing? <laughs> What's wrong with that? Oh my god! Did a lot wanna, of people. Did you want to talk about your tweet too? Oh, should I talk about that now? Yeah, let's yeah. Talk about it now. Okay. Well, um, if you were saving it for later, but I wasn't. Okay, no, not good. really. Well, <laughs> depends how much Andrew wants to get into Elon Musk right now. Andrew, I um, know from previous podcast episodes that you have a soft spot for Elon Musk. And, That's true. Uh, and he recently tweeted about neuroscience, which is um, the subject that I'm currently getting a phd in correct yes. and his tweet uh is talking about his new um there's like a new system that he's making he's been a little bit unclear about what it is but it's neuroscience based oh Neuralink. Neuralink. yeah, yeah. oh yeah so he wants to put a he wants to inject a, a chip into everyone's brain right <laughs> I don't know the details of it, I would say. But I mean, <laughs> let me tell you, he pretty much is dancing around the subject of I want to insert a chip into everyone's brain, but go on. Perfect. Yeah, so his tweet uh, yesterday was talking about how you can get a job in this Neuralink, and it says, quote, a prior track re record of exceptional achievement in engineering is required, but no prior experience working on the brain or human physiology is required. <laughs> We will teach you what is known about the brain, which is not much, TBH, unquote. So would you describe Elon Musk as a reckless, potentially danger and general, like, societal... Nuisance? Destroyer? <laughs> destroyer. Or would you describe him as a complete degenerate? Which the word I've used several times this podcast, but man, are we talking about a lot of degenerates here? <laughs> I, I, which avenue would you take as a someone who's pursuing a PhD in neuroscience? Specifically, the sentence we don't know much about the brain. <laughs> TBH. TBH. Um, I would like to clarify that lots of people have spent their whole lives studying the brain, and that we know a lot more than we did fifty years ago, and that the interesting. And frustrating thing about biology is that it is constantly changing and evolving and um, everything is so much more complicated than we think it's going to be because that's how humans are living and functioning. And so the fact that Elon Musk, who I have little opinion about except for your um, anecdotes on here, uh, 
can so say... So you have the right opinions, is what it sounds like. <laughs> the fact that he's saying that we don't know anything about the brain and that he's going to quickly teach all of these people everything that we know about neuroscience is... Uh, not great. Courtney, yeah. why are you getting a PhD at OHSU? You could just go to Elon Musk, and it sounds like pretty quick. It sounds like in a day of training. Yeah. It sounds like an hour Zoom call to me. Yeah, right. totally. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a know. quick PowerPoint. Yeah, that's a good question. He sits down. You know, he's going to pull up a picture diagrams. of the brain. He's going to be like, look, so this is what we're talking about, right? It's mushy. <laughs> I believe it's pink, if I'm not mistaken. It is, is it pink? pink? Yeah. I mean, okay, okay. So it's, pink. Uh, so it's pink. It's a brain, and it does stuff. <laughs> you know, it. it can you imagine being that's the it. beta tester for a guy that's been like, we don't know much about the brain. Here, put this on real quick. I. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be, be great. so great. Nothing could possibly go wrong. No. No. And I, I don't, like, people, he'll tweet stuff like that. And people will reply with, you know, crazy encouragement. Yeah. There will be people who reply with negativity. They'll get drowned but out pretty quick, I'm The sure. amount of people who reply with crazy encouragement is too high. Oof. The fact that he is discounting your PhD, essentially, <laughs> as something, quote, we? Who the fuck is we, by the way? Maybe he's just talking what about himself. jackasses over at Tesla is the neuroscientist? Like, what, what What? company is this under, by the way? Does he have a new company? I don't understand. I don't it's, know. Yeah, I think it's a separate company, Neuralink. Maybe we're reading it all wrong. He's saying we himself and maybe his like business partner they don't know a lot about the brain you know jeff uh, see, like, it's, it's it his, we don't know yeah, yeah. you, you want to know who it is jeff you want to know who's yeah. the neuroscience genius over there yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kanye west oh, and you want to know why there's not much to know because there's not much it's in because there. kanye west just started screaming oh jesus <laughs> and the lord saves us and and oh i'm running for president ah, ah! he starts screaming he runs around and elon's like applauding him he's like yes yes let's Neuralink, baby it's it's i i, oh, I can't stand any of it and that's exactly how the meeting went and people are probably and, and tesla stock price will go up somehow i don't i it and then he'll tweet I, about I, it being too high and nothing will happen to him and gonna be great uh, oh my god i i don't know how people in the sec sit in their offices and say we're doing a good job when elon musk is still publicly allowed to run a company oh my a god. publicly traded company it blows me away apparently every multiple day. publicly traded companies correct it's got the board company it's got yeah it's got a bunch of stuff so I'm sorry that Elon Musk discounted your degree, Courtney, because <laughs> that's, okay. cause that's essentially learn. what he did with that tweet. He said, everyone studying neuroscientists is literally a moron because I can teach you whatever you need to know roughly in an hour. Yeah, I'd like to see Teach you everything you need to know. My fucking God. <laughs> Elon Musk, man. I, 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 and I still, like, I, I love my MBA program, but there are so many Elon Musk, like, circle jerkers that i'm just like how do you guys look at yourselves in the face as the future of business and say this guy's doing it right and i don't know so it's a great question i i don't know how people even remotely like appreciate elon musk i just, every day he confuses me i think he's in literally halfway through like a uh what is it called a, a, a manic breakdown oh man yeah i guess who in the right mind just didn't stop yeah this guy has kids too what the, what the fuck are his kids doing elon musk has kids he's a shitload of kids that's right he was having that kid that he was gonna name that crazy thing he did name it that crazy thing he's got more than one kid 
He has like eight kids. I don't know how, how many kids does Elon Musk have. If he has more how than one, I'm gonna be shocked. Kids does Elon Musk have? Seven. No, he no. doesn't. <laughs> this is that's you, right? Yeah, like, I didn't know that. What the hell? I oh, only that's because of the name. With who? Really? So he had he had a he's had two wives prior to dating Grimes. Okay. Uh, he uh. And apparently he just had a whole load of kids with them. They all have strange names. Well, except for Damien. That's pretty regular. One of them is Nevada named Nevada Musk. Alexander's pretty normal. Someone's named Kai. Saxon is okay. Griffin's okay. Xavier's okay. Damien's sort of normal. This picture is and implying then... that one of his. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> it's a. It's a. It's a satirical picture. It's. It's a picture of a baby that's got the Post Malone tattoos on its face. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> and I was really concerned for a second, but it's a, uh, uh, hopefully it's a joke. It's a joke. We don't know for sure, Andrew. This is for Elon now. Musk that we're talking about. I know. He does crazy shit. He, I don't like to make rash generalizations or observations, but when society collapses people will be like and it started with tesla (laughs) (laughs) and elon musk or rather it started with paypal and elon musk earning money this is the downfall of society like in the year 2050 when we're rebuilding society and elon musk has been banished to mars or something i don't know man i feel like we're already there and it all started with facebook we're learning about all of the shitty stuff that Facebook has done to basically society over time. And it, if it's not Facebook, it's YouTube, and it might be both of them. That's- oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm doing, actually, speaking of being a business boy. Uh, Is that what you guys call yourself pro- to you? The business boys? Yeah, we call ourselves Triple Bs, which is big business boys. <laughs> oh, or BBGs for the women, big business girls. <laughs> nice, nice. We're very inclusive. Uh so we're doing i'm doing a project about uh in my new product class and the subject we're researching is and i jeff i interviewed you about this but we're researching uh like how tailored news content is for people on social media and it's like impossible to get different perspectives because you know social media only wants you to see what you want to see so you spend more time on social media because you're just getting you know the whole time you're on social media your brain's getting jerked off with dopamine yeah because like yeah i agree with this holy fuck and so in some of my research, I found out 62% of Americans get their first-hand news from social media. Oh, and that includes first-hand? Facebook. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. And that's and then they read the headline and move on. Of course they that's do. That's the crazier part. Yeah. It's bad. That's not surprising, it's real but bad. it's very upsetting. It is. Yeah. Okay, should we move on so we're not uh, so... Yeah, we could so, do this forever. I don't know, Andrew. Do yeah, you want to we go, could, we could, go next? Yeah. yeah. Do you want me to go next? Yeah, you go for it. Well, it's been a busy week over here in the in the Andrew Boris household. So, not a lot of primetime listening going on. I got a little bit of the Doughboys in. Uh, I will say, football's back. And I've been loving having football back it's really weird with no people in the stadiums but it is awesome to watch football again so i'm watching a little football and that's about the most media i've got to consume it's been like i said it's been real busy over here that's fair. not a lot going on 
I have to do schoolwork and I have to do real work. And then I, in that night I have to cry for roughly two and a half hours. <laughs> oh. That's just time consuming. Oh, you know? Andrew. Well, I'm not actually crying. Thank you. It's just a, just exa- a gross exaggeration of my mental state. Uh, so, you know, it's, you know, it's just, I'm just busy. I'm busy. I'm a BBB triple B over here and triple B's are busy boys. That's the, that's the, the five times B triple B's are busy boys. <laughs> Big business boys are busy boys. <laughs> oh my god, that's that can be your new motto. That's really great. This is why you're yeah, the president so, of whatever that club is. Got I don't know what club going. that is, but I can't wait to find out. Aren't you? I am president? president of the marketing club, which is pretty cool. There you go. They put me in charge of something. And you got these marketing slogans. You're ready, man. I know. That's a, that's this. There's hey, there's a reason I'm in charge. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, how about you? Oh, Let's man. move on. Uh, I'm taking over the podcast, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I've been listening to a lot of Legendarium. It's a pretty good podcast. It's, uh, you know, talk about the wheel of time. That's great. But really... Oh, sorry. Just quick note. Oh, yeah. I really did enjoy the episode with you and Hayden, oh, good. by the way. Oh, good. It's definitely worth the listen. I haven't even listened if to it If anyone yet. was, like, skipping well, it yeah. for some reason. That's, that's good. <laughs> you think everybody this isn't what you're implying but i'm just imagining all these people that start it and it's just me and hayden they're like well fuck this and they move on they're like, oh, <laughs> can i'm I here tell for you the some... andrew <laughs> can i tell you something real quick what so i was talking to one of my colleagues in the nba program and she was like oh yeah i'll give your podcast a shot i was like cool here's the name of it blah blah blah. go find it and uh she was like yeah i started the latest episode and I uh, immediately stopped because you weren't in it. And I was like, yeah, I get that. I get that. <laughs> well, it was. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I don't blame her. It wasn't because uh, you guys. It was because she was trying to find an episode with me in it. Also, I would not start with that episode. Everybody should start with the Harmontown episode. I almost want to go back to episode one and just replace it with the Harmontown episode. Whoa. I don't, I'm not But gonna. there's so much context in the first 20 episodes. Yeah. I just, our first episode, have you listened to our first one? I liked one? it, yeah. It's good. I thought it was good. It was a good introduction. Is it? Okay. Yeah. See, I, I too like it. I think I, I too, I liked the first episode and I really liked episode 20. I think I need to change the title of it. The title of it makes me anxious. What's I, the title Legendarium? No, uh, the title of our first podcast <laughs> is like Hayden and Jeff talk, What what is it? I, I can actually read it. Uh, I, well, let's go find out right now. Jeff and Hayden talk about friendship limits and death. That's not a good first episode title. I I think I need to go change it. I, that would scare me off. Uh, you could just call it episode one, like, pilot. Yeah, I think something. that's what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah. that's a good idea. That'll be, yeah. That's a good idea. Thank you, Mr. Marketing. Big business, big busy business boy Poor person. It, oh, dude, it's like, it's like Mitch's grocery month. Big busy business boy. <laughs> Speaking of Doughboys, so I've been listening to nonstop Doughboys all the time. I can't stop. I just listen to, have you ever started listening to a podcast episode and you get an hour through it and you're like, why am I still here? But you're kind of enjoying it. I, there was, they did an unlocked episode, which is their like Patreon exclusive episodes, but sometimes they release them to everybody. And it was called The Scale and it was Mitch and Nick taking things like the quarter pounder and the Whopper and like the half pound burrito from Taco Bell and weighing it on a scale and playing the uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire soundtrack in the background <laughs> and, like, placing no bets at all with their producer, Emma, being like, is it going to be over or under half a pound? And they were voicing the scale 
And it was an hour and a half of them measuring foods and talking about their weights and then Mitch taking a bite out of them and measuring them again. Oh my god. I listened I love the Doughboys, oh, dude. I listened to that whole thing. I fucking thing, love them. And I was like, man, I could have learned something in this time. I could have done I anything. bettered myself. <laughs> it was, it was uh it was a great episode, I'm not gonna lie. It was it was it was just fine, but holy crap. The Doughboys. And you know, this whole episode, this is a Doughboys episode only because now we're actually talking about the Doughboys again. We're back to the Doughboys. You're probably like, guys, aren't there like ten thousand podcasts that you guys could be talking about? And you're talking about an episode over again. Yes, we are because the Doughboys is that great. And if you don't listen to the Doughboys, you really should. It's a great podcast, and they just—it's a great podcast. Oh, it's really good. You like the Doughboys? I was—I right? oh, yeah. was so worried you guys wouldn't like the first. So I can't remember what episode we did the Do- Doughboys was my second episode on the podcast. So that was episode three. That was the Doughboys. And I was so worried the first podcast I recommended you and Hayden were going to just hate it. <laughs> and so through episode 3 to 20, it's just been this Doughboys jer- – or 21, technically, because we talked about them again on episode 21. Yeah. That's not released yet. Well, it will be released once you hear this. I get confused with release schedules. Anyway, I mean, that's a lot. Of, like I, I think we've mentioned them so many times. I was, I'm just so happy that you love them. And I thought Hayden was going to like them more, but he seems like – he likes it, but he's not going to go back to it. Yeah. So having this ability to just, I love it. I'm so happy you like it. It makes me, it just fills my cold, sweet heart <laughs> cold with joy. Sweet. My cold, sweet, capitalistic business boy heart. Andrew, do, with, you, do you listen to every episode, regardless of if you know the restaurant or the host? Or the oh, yeah. guest? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I have listened to a couple now where it's like, I don't even know what they're talking about. And I don't know this person they're talking to. And it's still pretty good listen to yeah are we getting into the doughboys right now i think we are yeah we're slowly okay we're into it courtney did you listen to the episode i did yep okay because the look on your face i'm worried that you're not ready to have this circle jerk (laughs) that we're having right now oh i'm ready we have the whole foods receipt right here Uh uh-huh from our oh i brought mine too nice 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 yeah yeah well, okay, hold on. Yeah. I want to hear what you think about the podcast before we get into our extracurricular activities that we did for the podcast. Yeah, and just for listeners, so we're, we're listening to we listen to Doughboys, and we listened to really just one episode. The Doughboys did a series called Grocery Store Month, and they just went through five very big grocers and just talked about them. And so we listened to the Whole Foods episode with Fran Gillespie. Gillespie? I don't know how to say her name. I think it's Gillespie. 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 Yeah. And yeah, what did you think of it, Courtney? It was good. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Um, the way that they described the food that they got from Whole Foods um, was a way that I As haven't wet. heard. It's yeah, wet. Well, it's oh, wet. We'll get back to that. Don't worry. Um, yeah, it was hilarious. I really liked it. I'm glad to hear that because I was really worried that you're gonna you were gonna be like, eh, not not very good, guys. Why did you make me do this? This is the stupidest because thing I was... I've ever heard. No, when we when when Jeff and I when we recorded episode twenty one in person, which was is a great episode. I already know it is. It's not out yet, like I said, but, <laughs> but I know it it's a good be. episode because I was there. I when Jeff and I were like, oh, we gotta do the podcast by ourselves, and and he was like, and and I was like, oh, we should revisit Doughboys. I was like, I was so excited, <laughs> and then he was like, can Courtney come? I was like, yes, yes, she can. But God, I hope she likes it yeah. <laughs> because this is about to be the circle jerk of a lifetime. This is about to be a Harmontown as circle jerk. So this is good. Let me ask you this, Courtney. You've listened to one episode? No, I've listened to a couple. 
We listened to Okay, the song, oh, uh, okay, so okay. Trip. Yeah. 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 We listened to the uh Qdoba versus Chipotle. Did we do Pop Belly together? We did do Pop Belly together. Yeah, we listened to Pop Belly, that was a good one. I thought we did another one, but I can't remember what it was. I think we did like Firehouse Subs or something. Yeah. Yeah, we listened to a couple together. It's a good uh just like road trip podcast. It's so light and uh hilarious. Yeah. And I, anybody could listen to it. Anybody could listen to it. I think the Chipotle versus Qdoba one, it took them like an hour and a half to get to Chipotle versus Qdoba. <laughs> That's just par for the course. I mean, we do the same thing. We talk for, we talk for like 50 minutes. They're like, oh, yeah, we should talk about the podcast. Yeah, you know? that's true. And it's friendly banter beforehand, so it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's a good podcast. It's a good podcast? Okay. This is good. This is great. Let me ask you this. Who's your favorite host? Nick or Nick or Mitch? Ooh. Um, Mitch, because I know that he was on Parks and Recreation. <laughs> and he was <laughs> yeah. my favorite show. So um, I'm a little biased because of that, but he's really funny. I think they're both really funny. They they uh, work well together. They're very different, but also very good together. Yeah. They're, they're great hosts. They're great hosts. Yeah. Like, they're a great duo, for sure. And I love how the running joke is just take a dump on Mitch. If you don't know what to do, your go-to is take a big old dump on Mitch's chest. That's, and I fucking love when they do that. And I think that's why Nick is my favorite of the two. I, I love them both, but I love Nick because he'll do things. Just You can tell he's like thinking in his head. He's like, oh, yeah, I know how to fuck with Mitch right now. I got it, you know? And Mitch takes <laughs> like on the episode so well. we listened to. Yeah. On the episode we listened to, Nick kept saying Whole Foods, or I'll, as I like to call it, Whole Paycheck. <laughs> and every time Mitch was like, God damn it. <laughs> it was so funny. It doesn't sound funny when I say it, but God, it's funny. It was funny in the episode. If yeah. people don't trust you, then they can go listen to the episode. Yeah, they should. Everyone who, I hope people who listen to our podcast use this as an opportunity to go explore new podcasts, you know, yeah. give things a try. Even if we take a big old dump on them like I do half the time <laughs> i hope they go explore these options should we get uh do you, do you guys want to talk about the actual episode i'm really itching to talk about whole foods all right but i should we talk about the episode first and then talk whole foods yeah i don't know what to do here can we talk about how they rated whole foods and what they thought of it and also this rating system that they put together for grocery store month who the fuck knows what the hell is going on with that, by the way? I, like, blacked out. Every episode where they explained the rating system, my brain turned off. I, w- I, I was seconds away from crashing my car when I was listening Listen, to that Andrew, section of the podcast. I've got it queued up at just the right moment where they're about to talk about the rating system so that when we talk about Whole Foods, we can try to match this rating system. Do you want me to play okay. it for you right now so that you can remember how ridiculous it is? Okay. All right. Let's see if this goes. We'll say like your recap of your thoughts on Whole Foods and then end it by giving us a rating on the scale of zero to 10 carts. Hold on. And also, let me quickly say that. Quickly say. There's a few categories, friend, to Just take into few. consideration. Overall impressions. That, that includes its name and possible mascot. Should we Parking, write these down? No. Produce. <laughs> snacks. Frozen snacks. Cold snacks slash drinks. Checkout, hoity-toityness, bagging in carts, and price. You can pretty much ignore those. That's what we did last episode. 
<laughs> How is anyone supposed to remember all that and be effectively analyze it? And I swear that's not the system they started with either. I'm pretty sure there was more to it the first time they did it. Because Mitch just was throwing things out randomly when they were talking about it. They oh. don't. My favorite part about them is they don't prepare. No. <laughs> at all. <laughs> they just like hit the record button. We're going in. I and that's part of their charm. Yeah. Because they're improv. They're improv guys. My favorite but part my about God. this episode was they were doing the drop. So they do this thing called the drop where people send them uh, like uh, put together sound clips and they play it and then they talk about it real quick. And uh, because they talk about food all the time, there's a lot of very sexual sound clips that people put together about them like eating and licking and whatnot. And so they play one <laughs> and then they talk about how they don't like it because of how sexual it was. And then they read the guy's message and he's like, hey guys, like. Thanks for playing my drop. It's my first one. I met you back when, like, my mom died and I got a divorce. And they were like, <laughs> had to go back and like, it was a good drop. Uh, it was fun. <laughs> Nick, just say that you like it. <laughs> so good. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, but they set themselves up for that. And I think that's why it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. The drops, by the way, used to be, I think I talked about this in the last time we talked about the Doughboys. They used to be so contentious. Oh, really? Like, Nick hated the drops, and Mitch would always do them without vetting them first. He would just open up his email on the fly and just pick one. One of the random drops. And some of them were straight up over five minutes long. Oh, my God. And they just played the whole thing. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they they would play the whole thing. Because now they have, like, a minute cutoff, right? Yeah, I think they said 60 seconds. Yeah. Do you know why Mitch always does the Heidi-ho thing? Oh, Heidi-ho to Spoon Nation? Yeah. I don't remember. It has started happening. So when he became the Spoon Man for some reason, early, 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 early in the podcast, like fans of Mitch started calling themselves the Spoon Nation. Nice. And so he's like a fan of South Park. So he would just be like, "Howdy ho to Spoon Nation or whatever. Oh, okay. I don't know. It was just like a little shout out to his fans. That's all. It's a running gag now. Yeah, because he's always got to do it and then talk about how he's embarrassed to do it. And I was like, there's got to be a reason here. Yeah, so Spoon Nation is a bunch of people who call. So originally, early in the podcast, like he's, I don't know, I don't remember how, but he got called, he started being called the Spoon Man. Okay. And I think it was because he used to spoon for something, obviously, because what else would it come from? And then they started calling Nick Burger Boy. Okay. And that didn't stick. But if you look at the Doughboys logo, Mitch is holding a spoon and Nick is holding a burger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I never realized that. Yeah. So I don't remember. I don't, you could honestly, if you, you should, first of all, if you like Doughboys, you can't go wrong with anywhere in their discography because there's great episodes, literally from episode one to now. There are incredible episodes. Also, their live podcast, it's one of the few podcasts where I think their live episodes are good. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I might go back from the beginning and just go through it. I, I, I could be into that. Also, do you know if there's a Doughboys drinking game? Because if there isn't one, I think we we could easily concoct one right now based on a couple uh, of things that they always do. I've never seen one, but yeah, I bet you it'd be pretty easy to put together. They they talk about this, and I realized that very quickly after listening to a couple, the amount of times that they say wow, like wow is their default word for every scenario. <laughs> that is a running gag, too, though. Oh, is it really? Okay. Yeah, because I thought it was just there a was an episode. I forgot who their guest was. But uh, I think it, I think sometimes the wows are genuine, but people start calling them out like, you guys say wow for the stupidest shit. <laughs> yeah. 
Like people will be like, yeah, I give that uh five forks. People, and Mitch will be like, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> and then Weiger will be like, wow, wow, five forks, wow. <laughs> and then on one episode, uh, like one of their guests, like they're like, wow, wow. And then the guest was like, yeah, wow, wow. <laughs> Oh, wow! And it was, it, I don't know. So it became kind of this like running gag, but I think they actually genuinely still say wow sometimes. But yeah, if you if you had to take a drink every time they said wow, you'd be shit-canned, <laughs> shit-faced after one episode. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking what the Doughboys drinking game would be if there was one, and the basis of it would definitely be you got a drink every time they say wow. But they, they yeah, I feel like you could make a pretty good drinking game out of this podcast. If you're trying to find a podcast to drink to, I'd say this is a good one. <laughs> a top-tier drinking podcast. What should we talk about? Whole Foods episode with, with Fran? With Fran. Is Fran just their friend? She just seemed like kind of their, their pal. Yeah, she's been on an episode before. She was on the episode. I think they talked about it in this episode. But she was on an, a very... I remember this episode because I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> but they reviewed 7-Eleven. Oh, yeah. Really? Because Fran is like obsessed with 7-Eleven. Like she eats there all the time. She said like she she goes there almost at once a day. What? Which is absurd. <laughs> An absurd amount to go to 7-Eleven. <laughs> but they kind of have some like iconic stuff there. So yeah, I think Fran, I know she's, I don't really know what she's been in. I never looked her up, hmm. to be honest with you. And if I was a good podcast host, I would have prepped and looked up what she's been in. Because she's a comedian. But yeah, she's been on the show before and now she's, she was back for this one. Um, yeah, I really don't, I don't know much about her. Do you know if, fair. if her love for 7-Eleven is why they did the leftover challenge at the end? That was from 7-Eleven, right? I think it was. Yes, yeah. that was, yes, the set leftover hot dog was totally because of Fran. That, that was yes. hard to listen was to. was hilarious. Oh my gosh. I loved it. it... I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> the leftovers is one of my favorite, one of their bits <laughs> at the end of the episode. I think it's like a great segment because there's some stuff that's just... You just throw it away. The way that they describe anything you it. buy from a gas station. <laughs> I remember what? Can you describe to the listeners what they were eating? Yep. Okay. So to the listeners, they had uh, a Seven Eleven hot dog that they had fully dressed before they put it into the fridge. It sounded like it was uncovered in the fridge because it does. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, but um, if you imagine a uncovered hot dog in bun that's fully dressed, one of them put chili and cheese onto it. <laughs> that Mitch? Did Mitch do that? Oh, God. And was describing what that was like the next day. It was hilarious. It was really funny. Yeah, so then they just take bites of it the next day, and they, these guys eat anything, right? Like, they eat so much fast food and whatnot, but Mitch was taking a bite out of it and talking about how, like, the ketchup had hardened up on this, like, old hot dog. And oh. then Fran's a pescatarian. She was she like, really? I'm doing this for you guys. That's right. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, it was really funny. Not having to if you, If there's any life. takeaway from this episode, it's, for the love of God, if you buy any food item from 7-Eleven, throw it away. Just throw it away. Not worth the leftovers. Never save it. No. Never save it. I get contentious with people about throwing out fast food leftovers because I think there's a lot of fast food leftovers that are underrated. For example, I think the biggest hate for fast food leftovers is Taco Bell. Hmm. And I think Taco Bell actually saves quite well. <laughs> and I get a lot of heat for that. And I want people to know that if you give Taco Bell a chance and you either put it, if you, depending on what you get, a little microwave, it brings it right back to life. 
right? Enough said about Taco Bell, but... But I get the crunchy tacos there, and that wouldn't save, because the, the taco gets all all mushy in the bottom. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah. I gotta tell you, I have eaten those leftover. <laughs> and you're right, but it was still edible, so... It's a mood. You gotta be ready for it. It's a mood. <laughs> this... I. I think the last time I ate leftover Taco Bell was in college, like undergraduate college. So I would have eaten anything. I was out of money and I needed subsidence and Taco Bell definitely fits the bill. I don't think I've ever had leftover Taco Bell. Like if I get Taco Bell, I'm going to eat all of the Taco Bell. It's hard to stop eating. Taco Bell is like pizza. Like I could just keep eating it. See, I would order when I went to Taco Bell in college, I would order so much food because my college eyes were so much bigger than my stomach. <laughs> I mean, I would get like three Crunchwrap Supremes, three cor- cheesy gordita crunches. I was like, yeah, I got this. Damn. What? And then I'd eat one Crunchwrap Supreme and half gordita crunch. I'd be like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. But it was only $6, so who fucking cares? And I, I would just eat it later. That's and fair. it was good. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's an impressive order. Yeah. That is an impressive order. I mean, boy, when you're uh. Just constantly, your BAC average throughout your entire day is above .08. <laughs> you know, you just, you just can eat a lot of Taco Bell, I guess. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, yeah, so the Doughboys, they went to Whole Foods. They they uh, they did their typical Doughboys rating. They ate a lot of food. And Fran, the entire episode, did not like Whole Foods. As a person whose favorite place is 7-Eleven... I think you can almost guarantee that they're not going to like Whole Foods. And that's perfectly acceptable. But her number one complaint that she says like 30 times in the episode is too wet. Everything was wet. I, I've i had this experience at Whole Foods, though, so I totally get it. I don't get it. I Help okay. me. Okay. I, I think Whole Foods hot bar, if you don't or if you don't grab it and then eat it like at Whole Foods in their nice outdoor seating area or their indoor seating area, I genuinely think that like... Because it's so freaking hot, all the condensation makes the food shit. Huh. I've had this happen to me. I've been really bummed because it's not like it's cheap, you know? That's fair. Okay. We we went to the so hot bar. So I think bar. that's a real complaint. I think their hot bar is a serious issue to go. I gotcha. Yeah, we went to the hot because they had all like the, you know, like the food, you know, where you would like self-serve all the a la carte stuff closed. But we went and got some burritos, but we ate them right after and they were they were delicious. I do have to say, though, my burrito was very wet. Was it wet? I got multiple salsas in it, so it's my <laughs> fault. But or and the chicken was like shredded chicken that was kind of in its juices, and so Emily made our burritos here in Portland. She did a great job making the burritos, but it was wet. It was fine. It tasted great, but I did think of Fran when I ate my <laughs> <Yeah>. wet burrito. <laughs> <laughs> See, the wetness is an issue. I've had this problem too. It's an issue. It's a known issue. It happens. It's okay. But it happened. Well, and Fran was talking about how, um, because of COVID, everything was packaged, and so I could see how um, if pizza was packaged and then kept under like a hot lamp, that the condensation would build up. Yeah. At our Whole Foods, there was like a like a barrier, and then the pizza was out, so uh, we didn't have that problem. Oh, we didn't, interesting. We didn't get the pizza, but. It didn't look like it was condensing. The pizza kind of Should gross. we talk about what the hell we're do- we did, by the way? Oh, Because sure. we, like, yeah. embraced grocery month. Yeah. Why don't you, yeah, why don't you go for it, Andrew? Yeah, so we came up with the plan that 
since we were going to revisit Doughboys, we might as well just rip off their entire system. <laughs> and so we were like, let's go to Whole Foods and let's go get some food and then review it ourselves to, you know, it's as if we're on the Doughboys, right? Because they do have the greatest podcast idea of all time. Like, it's such a good idea. You just go, you get you get some food, you talk about it. It's so easy and it's 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 fun to do. Yeah, I'm very it's jealous super of the fun Doughboys. To do. yeah. It was really fun. And okay, so let, let's get into our food, as they would say on the Doughboys, or into your order. What all did you guys buy? How, what was your strategy when you went to the Whole Foods? <laughs> our strategy was, so we just got back from a trip. We were in Colorado for like a week and a half. And uh, I got back and it was incredibly smoky outside. Like the air quality index was 400. So I was like, I'm just not leaving the house. Like, I'm not going anywhere for any reason. And so by the time Courtney got back, our fridge and most of our pantries is just totally empty. We don't have bread. All we had is milk. We had so much almond milk because that stuff lasts forever. But we had, like, nothing else. We had no eggs, no bread. Like, everything was gone. And so I was like, oh, Courtney, we got to Whole Foods. But our strategy going in was, let's go and get some stuff, but let's not get all of our groceries because it's too expensive. We'll go get the basics, some of the basics. Some of the basics. And some dinner because we hadn't had dinner yet. And that's why we got those burritos, but... We, we went for the basics, if they were cheap enough. We, okay. Yeah, we tried to get a nice selection of things that we regularly buy or eat not from Whole Foods. And then also the treats that you get when you go to Whole Foods. Yeah. So what all did you get? Give me the list here. We, so we got we got our two burritos. We bought, they have those like pre-made family meals. And they were pretty cheap. So we got a meatloaf family meal. It was like 20 bucks for like. Six pieces of meatloaf, some potatoes. It pr- pretty pretty good. Uh, we got a we got a salsa, veggie chips, corn chips, some bananas. Uh, we got a chocolate parfait, some romaine hearts. We got pizza dough because the Whole Foods pizza dough is pretty on point. Hand soap. <laughs> we got and the the checkout lady made fun of us a little bit for this. We got. Have you ever had Portland ketchup, Andrew? No. Portland has its own ketchup and it's fucking delicious, but it's not cheap. So we got Portland ketchup, and then we just got shitty ketchup. Uh, we got some Whole Foods hummus, and we got some so got some eggs. Pretty 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 variety there. Okay, so you guys like went grocery shopping. Yeah. Okay. How much was your total? What was your? Can I take a guess on how much your total was? Yeah. Hundred and twelve dollars. What? No. We're bargain shoppers, We're Andrew. We're bargain shoppers, man. Even at Whole Foods. With seventy six bucks. Oh, some bitch! I thought all that was gonna be so expensive. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> So what's funny is I did the bargain hunting thing too, but here was my strategy. I'm a single man, and so mm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Whole Foods as if I'm buying a dinner for two. And so my roommate and I, he's Sham, I went and bought I made, I made us a dinner for <laughs> two. Nice. <laughs> nice. At Whole Foods. So here's, so, here's, so here's what I bought. I was like, all right. I'm going to do like, you know, like all the things you would include in like a normal barbecue dinner. So I, I grilled. I wanted to grill. So I bought... Oh, I also bought some uh, Bing cherries, like fermented Bing cherries for old fashions because I make old fashions at home. No big deal. You fucking hipster shits. Yeah, I do it too, you bitches. Just kidding. You guys are fine. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so I bought some cherries because I wanted to like, you know, fucking put cherries in the goddamn drinks, whatever. Okay. Then I got some, uh, you know, I got some kombucha because nice. I was like, if you're going to Whole Foods, get kombucha, right? I mean, that's what all the kids drink. They go to Whole Foods, they spend 50 bucks on kombucha. Or as, We're from right, Portland. Get some kombucha. We, we love kombucha. We're on board. 
I get it. Okay, so then I got some, uh, I got some, get this, fucking squash chips. Chips made out of squash. Because I was like, oh, I want some, I want some, like, chips and salsa, you know, before you eat, you know, something to snack on. I bet those so that was gross. expensive as shit. And also, we <laughs> ate the entire fucking bag. Wow. Like, Hisham and I were like, we ate the whole bag. We're like, wait, hold the fucking phone. How many servings were in this bag? <laughs> it was four, so that's not mm, that big of a deal. It's not bad. Then I bought a $6 thingy of fucking fruit that was like, and and for the listeners at home, I'm barely putting my fingers apart. It was like this big, full of <laughs> was fruit. It fresh there was fruit? like, yeah, it was fresh fruit, but it was like strawberries, blackberries, blueberries, a little bit of mango, and some like other. I forgot what the other was. Okay. And then I got, so I went to, so my favorite thing to do at Whole Foods is I think the, like the redeeming factor, Whole Foods has two rede- redeeming factors. They have really good pre-marinated meats, right? So I went and got some skewers. I got some, some chicken skewers. I got Ooh. $6 worth of chicken skewers because they're on sale. Hello. How many, how many skewers was that? That was four skewers. So two okay. each. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. Okay. And that was like the cheapest thing. I was like, cause I got, they're on sale. How do you put meat on sale? It doesn't matter. Okay. So I got that. And then I, uh, and then I, you know, because I'm a fat piece of shit and I can literally not imagine eating a meal without ending it with just something that's pure sugar. I went to the bakery section and I picked up a slice of their berry cake, which is just like, Ooh. holy fuck, it's good. That's the other redeeming factor of Whole Foods is their bakery is out of control. But with that all said, even bargain shopping for all that bullshit, it was still 30 bucks. But for two people... Uh, Hisham and I were eating dinner together. We were kind of like talking about this. I was like, you know, this was expensive for like just like one meal. And I was like, but you know what? If I if, if you and I went out to eat dinner tonight, it would have been way over thirty bucks. So I yeah, think Whole Foods has you can do it right. I don't think how the Doughboys did it was right. If you go buy hot bar stuff and you do like the like dollar per weight thing at the hot bar, I think it gets really oh, expensive yeah. really fast. Courtney it can does. tell but, you all about that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one time when my ex and I went to Whole Foods to get lunch, we ended up spending $40 on lunch because we just kept grabbing random shit. And then like, we were like, holy fuck, this is expensive as shit. Well, and you don't realize how, like how much a falafel weighs until you have four of them on top of your dish. And then you check out and it's like multiple pounds worth of food and you end up paying yeah $20 for lunch. Yeah. And it's like, it's good. But let me tell you, $6 for not a lot of fruit. The fruit wasn't that good. It was fine. It was clearly fresh, and they called it quote-unquote certified organic, whatever the hell that means. Um, so it's like, okay, it's like, I, it's like, it's good for me. I'm sure my colon is just, like, thumbs up in me right now. Like, we're going to have a great poop later. And I'm like, great, thanks, colon. Um, but I, it was, like, for the quality of fruit, like, I think, I think Mitch said this on the episode. He was like, I've had better fruit from Kroger. I've had better fruit from King Supers, which is Kroger. And I was a little pissed off at how much... That was, like, one of the most expensive... That was the most expensive single item I purchased, was that Damn. fruit. Although, so I was a little pissed about the fruit. So have you gotten the... That was, like, the pre-cut little container of fruit, right? Yeah. Do they sell those at Kroger? Like, how much do you think that would be at King Supers? I don't know, because usually... You're right. When I go to King Supers, I'm more bitching about the quality. I think the price... Okay, okay. I, I, maybe the price would have been very equivalent because there's like pre-cut, packaged, all that shit. Even then, I mean, I don't think I would have done that if I was like, this is just for one meal. I do not want leftovers. Because if I was just like buying fruit, I would buy like packages. And I think literally there's like a package of strawberries that was the same price as the fucking package I bought. 
and it had like two strawberries in it. So, <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm sure there's a more cost-effective way to do this. You know how in the episode, Weiger keeps making the joke like, Whole Foods, more like Whole Paycheck, am I right? <laughs> and it's very funny. Uh, I So in my MBA program, we did a case study on Whole Foods and we watched this video and one of the, the CEO of Whole Foods at the time, this was before the Amazon acquisition, the interviewer was like, so a lot of people are calling you guys Whole Paycheck. And the CEO was like, oh, we're not like that anymore. That's not how it is here. Get, rid of, get that out of your mind. It's not a whole paycheck. It's not. You could just, anyone could shop here. Anyone. And, uh, and he was like getting really like up in arms about this whole paycheck thing. I'm sorry, but this just, just, just amplifies. Like I, it's still, even with Amazon, it's expensive as shit to shop at Whole Foods. I would not do my day-to-day grocery shopping there. Well, and they've definitely pulled some terrible schemes in the past. Like, do you remember the essence of asparagus thing that happened? I don't know, like... Was that real? I always ago? thought that was fake. That was a real thing that happened. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who was who that comedian that used to do news on Com- Comedy Central for? Is that Jon Stewart? Jon Stewart, Stewart yeah. Or Stephen Colbert, yeah. Yeah, He. they like put on the shelves this essence of asparagus and it was like this water that you could buy and it was like eight bucks it was something ridiculous and it was just like the leftover water that you would have asparagus sitting in no if that and they were just like like eight bucks it was just like the craziest thing and people would buy it because people are kind of crazy sometimes i think it was probably right after someone released some book about like asparagus is the most healthy thing you could ever eat you know, when you get in those crazy crazes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. They've, they've yeah. done multiple things like that where they're just they've actually done, they've trying done to some, steal your money. They've done questionable shit. And I got to tell you, the former CEO of of uh, Whole Foods is kind of a nut job, like total yeah. fucking nut job. He's a flat earther and he doesn't believe in vaccines. Oh, I'm sorry, not flat earther. He doesn't believe in global warming. Oh, okay. But he's like natural and organics are the only way to live. He's a vegan He's like an oil-free vegan or something like that. So he eats dirt, I guess. And he uh, he doesn't believe in global warming. Yeah, That's it's not bizarre real. to be running Whole Foods, which is like the most organic place you could shop. The most liberal shopping center in the yeah. world. Yeah. yeah. And let me tell you something. The whole time I was at Whole Foods, I was just thinking about Costco. I felt like I was cheating on Costco. Costco is my main bitch. And I didn't want Costco to know I was at Whole Foods. And Costco's pre-made meals, I mean, so good. How much did, How much was that meatloaf meal, by the it way? Was, it was 20 bucks. 20 bucks. I mean, but like, Costco's meatloaf big. meal oh, they have is one? huge, and it's like $15. Yeah. Wow. You know, I, it's it like, yeah. when we buy the meatloaf meal from Costco, and by we, I mean my roommate and I, <laughs> it lasts us like two days worth of leftovers. It's so much food. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, you know, I guess, like, I just wish Whole Foods would not pretend to be a value play because they're not. Well, it, and they're just, but they're, I also felt the same way. I was like, this is really good. Like, the chicken was great when we grilled it. I'm not saying I'm, like, an, the best griller ever, but you can grill anything. It's already better. Uh, the chicken was so good, but I wouldn't, like, go back for it alone. I, I felt that way, but with Trader Joe's. Like, Trader Joe's is our... Like, the grocery store we go to for special occasion meals. It's kind of like what we did with Whole Foods. Like, we're going to go here and get some stuff. But we're not going to do our regular grocery shopping because they don't have a lot of it and it's kind of expensive. But everything we get from Trader Joe's is good. But, like, here we got chips and salsa. And the chips taste, like, stale and shitty. And the salsa is not good. It's it was kind of gross. And 
I don't know. It's you know we we went for all this stuff and we definitely went on the cheaper end. Like most of the stuff that we got is that three sixty five Whole Foods brand. Oh which yeah, is like their you know it's like their cheaper version, I guess. But it well, it's their brand, cool. right? Yeah, it's their yeah. Brand. On the episode, they were talking about how they were trying to get Whole Foods branded food. So we tried to get Whole Foods branded food, and it was it wasn't the quality that I would expect for getting something from Whole Foods. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think I think with the Amazon, I wish they would have done this before the Amazon acquisition because I do think the general quality of Whole Foods went down after Amazon acquired them because they're like, we got to cut prices and compete. Right? Oh, really? Okay. That was kind of part of the thing is like, we want Whole Foods to be more accessible. And so I think that when you cut prices, something else has to give. You can't just keep the same quality. So I think they cut a lot of quality out of their product, like their 365 stuff specifically. Can so can I can I tell you guys about an experience I had at the Whole Foods while I was there? Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah. So I was there, I was like shitting around, getting all my stuff, and I really wanted these fucking cherries for my old fashions because I was like, I'm going to be a bougie little bitch, and I'm going to get these cherries for my fucking old fashioned. You're really beating so yourself up over this cherry thing. I really wanted the cherries. And so I'm like, I'm fucking rolling around with my little cart. I'm fucking dicking around. I cannot find them. I'm like, this is not a very big Whole Foods. How the hell can I not find cherries in a jar? <laughs> and so I stop. There's this lady on a ladder or like a step stool to put shit away. I was like, hey, lady. I didn't say it like that. I said, hello. I need help. I'm trying to find, you know, those like bottled cherries things. I could not think of the word maraschino. Like that could just, the word was gone. And she was like, yeah. I was like, you know, they're like fermented, right? They're like fermented and stuff. She's like, yeah, like maraschino cherries. I was like, yes, those ones, but not shitty. <laughs> and she And she looked at me like, what do you mean? And I, I was like, you know, I want cherries in a jar, but I don't want them to suck. And she's like, we only have ones that come in syrup. So if you're looking for like an organic, and I was like, oh, but, oh, I'm sorry, I misspoke. I'm looking for Whole Foods level cherries. And I'm realizing now I'm in a Whole Foods and that's all you have to offer. Yeah. <laughs> Can you please take me to these cherries? And she's like, oh yeah. And then, we went over there. She's like, here they are. And I was like, oh, thank you. This is all I was looking for. And I, I stopped. I, she's walking away. I was like, all right, hold on. I promise you, I am not the level of elitis, elitist <laughs> that is going through your brain. Please don't think of me like that. And she was, she just laughed. She's like, you're all right. Okay, bye. Like, please don't talk to me anymore, sir. And, <laughs> and now I, I feel like I have someone out there who's going to go and tell everyone about the experience she had with me. And I'm just stuck here, just wondering, what could she be thinking at this point? Yeah, because that situation makes it sound like you went, you found the cherries, and you thought that they were pieces of shit. And so you went and found this lady, and you're like, no, 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 I need the other, like, where are you hiding the good cherries? Like, do you got to go to the back room? Like, could you give me the good stuff? Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> and that was the exact opposite. Of what, I just wanted the cherries. <laughs> so I fucked up a little bit. Anyway, if you ever see me in public, sweet listenership, just know that sometimes my brain makes me sound like an asshole. And I promise you, I'm just trying to get, get like, I'm just trying to get what I want in a positive way. And sometimes my brain does not <laughs> know how to portray that to the there, universe. Dude. I just give me what I want. Just give it to me. Just the best. <laughs> okay. I'm not helping have. my just... case here, am I? I just, I'm trying to figure shit out. And sometimes my brain is like, how about we explain this in the worst possible way? And then the, whatever part of my brain is in charge of firing off like voice commands is like, yep, fire it out, baby. Guns ahoy. And and I just, it just, it all falls downhill. 
so fast. So You're a good that's person, what happened Andrew. to me. Nobody nobody thinks that of you. Okay, thank God. Yeah. Don't, don't you worry. Maybe she also likes fancy cherries. Yeah. She was like, That's a good point. Know. She knew exactly where they were. There you go. I, I mean, she probably was. likes cherries. I bet yeah. she does. You know, like the people that we talked to at Whole Foods, which was only like two people, both both of them were very nice. Like our burrito making lady, super good. Our you remembered her lady, name. Really nice, yeah. Cool. Yeah, Emily, cool. I pay special attention because they do it on the podcast. Yeah. It's an endearing part of the Doughboys. They always, you know, that, they talk do about keep the track service. of their their help. Yeah, yeah. Unless they don't like them, in which case they explicitly don't say their <laughs> name, which is also very nice. That's yeah, nice. yeah. They're very professional. Yeah. So that's Whole Foods. Okay, how would you guys rate your experience well, so on I all those metrics? Before before we get to the to the rating, although it's not really in uh, gonna be important for our rating, but I would argue that Whole Foods I like a lot or did in college. But it wasn't a general shopping experience. It is the uniqueness of Whole Foods being that they have the hot bar. Well, they, pre-COVID, had like an extensive hot bar, an extensive salad bar that had tons of options that always seemed really fresh. And in Boulder, at least, they had a Whole Foods that had so many um things that could be made like on the spot. Like they had the burrito bar, they had a sandwich little shop, they had a barbecue place, they had um it was like a stir fry where you could choose all the veggies that you wanted and they would stir fry it for you. So my friend Shalea and I would go there when we were gonna study together. We would go to Whole Foods and we could get we could each get dinner and get like whatever we wanted, right? Which is unique as opposed to going to a restaurant. And then we would get chocolate-covered almonds for dessert to treat ourselves. And then you could go to their little dining area and do your homework or hang out or do whatever you needed to do there. So it's like having a bunch of restaurants together and then also being able to eat inside or outside there. I think that makes for a unique grocery store. So that's what I like about Whole Foods. Yeah, it's the only grocery store you don't feel really strange buying stuff at and then eating there. Like, I've done that once at a King Supers, and I felt like I needed to leave as quickly as I could. Like, it does <laughs> yeah, not I've feel... done the same. Yeah. But Whole Foods, like, so many people go there and get a bunch of food and just, like, hang out. Yeah, I used to really like going to Whole Foods for lunch. I thought it was a, a totally accessible lunch option. And you can, uh, to be fair, pre-COVID days, I think you could do lunch there pretty cheap if you knew what you were doing. Like, yeah, I used to get, totally. like, a sandwich there for, like, 10 bucks, and it was good. It was a good sandwich. You know, it wasn't wet. It was it wasn't just wet. a normal <laughs> it was a normal sandwich and it was good. But now like with COVID, it's kind of like I think honestly I think the thing I liked about Whole Foods was that like lunch element to it. Yeah. I never would go there to shop, but like I if you want their pizza was even good. Their pizza's pretty good. Yeah, and yeah. all those options too. Oh my god. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. But as a general grocer, I don't know. <laughs> Not as much selection and still expensive. Even if they try to be more affordable, it's still out of out of a price range if you're trying to be, you know, if you're trying to bargain shop or whatever. If you're trying to be on a budget. Yeah. It's really hard to go to Whole Foods for your entire shopping trip without having to supplement with QFC or Fred Meyer or King Supers. Without a doubt. I would have to, like, I would have to finance my cars, refinance my cars <laughs> to shop at Whole Foods regularly. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, agreed. Pre-COVID lunch option? Super strong. 
And their desserts. Get the fuck out of here. Their so dessert, good. their bakery is so good. We had the chocolate parfait and it was delicious. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. we had the, I think I said this, we had like the, the berry cake, like the white berry cake. Oh. It's, it's, it's good. Hisham approved. Hisham approved. hates most things, I feel like. That's a. He I, he liked the dinner I made him. I gotta tell you, if I was trying to date Hisham, I think I'd be in. We're <laughs> <laughs> just practicing. It's it's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, should we go? Should we go to final thoughts? I don't want to copy the Doughboys rating system to the T. Like, instead of carts, can you think of a better uh, better scale we can use? Uh, dollar signs. Dollar signs. <laughs> or elitist hippies. From how many granolas would you give it? How many granolas? <laughs> how many climate change deniers out of ten? Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know, Courtney. You got any scales we should throw in here? Not that I can think of. Not you can think of. No. How many elitist cherry pickers? <laughs> elitist cherry. <laughs> hmm. Those are some good options there. I also had many people not socially distance around me, and it made me very angry. Oh, really? They Arsenal. have, like, lines and shit set up for you not to cross when someone's in an area. Yeah. And people are just strolling along, coughing on my back, <laughs> like, like rubbing their noses and spreading it on me. I was like, get the fuck away from me. Who thinks this is okay? Do, in Colorado, do your grocery stores have the one-way things where you're supposed to only go one way down yeah. the aisles? Do people actually yeah. follow it? No. Oh, really? Like fucking Kami? No. I thought in Colorado Everyone's it would such be the one place where people degenerate loser about it. It's so annoying. They're literally walking over the arrow that's pointing towards them, just looking at you. Yeah. You're like, do you not see this? A one way out. There's a stop sign on your end. There's an arrow on the ground. I understood it like month one and month two of COVID, but now that we're whatever fucking six months in, how do you not know about the arrows? And how oh, is you it know, it's hard. You know, you just say to yourself, "Well, that doesn't apply to me. I just got to <sighs> grab one thing." Oh, people. I, I can hear it in people's heads when I watch them go over the lines. Oh, and shit. <laughs> it kills me. I was I was waiting in line in the social distancing line at the butcher or whatever the meat area, the meat curator, uh-huh. the meat slinger, whatever uh-huh. the fuck they're called. The meat slinger. And, uh, I think that's what they're called. I was waiting in line at it. You know, you stand six part to you know to get to the counter. You stand six feet apart to get to the counter, and some lackadaisical, slack jawed, smooth brained. <laughs> bitch just steps right in front of me and stands in line and i'm like what the fuck are you doing and then she like looks around she's like oh did i cut you and i was like yeah yeah cut me bitch get the fuck in the back of the line i'm trying to get some meat here did you actually say anything to her no well i said yeah yeah like there's a line like this is the line i'm in the line yeah i didn't i didn't call her bitch well, at first I thought like, okay, maybe you're just like checking out what meat options there are. I get it. Like, I, I don't have great vision either. I got to wear glasses. I got to step up close to see what they have. And then she just started standing there and just waiting. <laughs> and then she looked around. She started looking around. She looked at me. She saw the foot, the fucking foot marks on the ground. that said, stay six feet apart. Why are you fucking waiting in line? And then she was like, she started putting two to two together six months into COVID that there's a fucking six foot waiting line. And also she was breaking social distancing with two people at the same time. Oh God. I could have, I could have said more, but I was just, look, we all make mistakes. It could have been an easy mistake. I'm just saying like, like the, like the fucking arrows, like the six feet apart thing. It's been so long. You do not have an excuse at this point to realize I shouldn't be less than six feet away from people. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. 
And this is why people hate to go to the grocery store right now. Like, go, I going to the grocery store is a little stressful for me. And then going right now is is almost twice as stressful. I want no one to be there. But there's so many people, and now there's more rules, and people don't follow the rules, and it, nope. it bothers me. It bothers me too, buddy. I gotta tell you, it's like we've driving doing... in traffic, but you're at the grocery store. Like we've been those are doing two things me... I really hate. You want to do? You want to know the, the ticket here? You yeah. want to ticket during COVID? Yeah. Blue Apron. We're not sponsored by them, so I'm gonna say also HelloFresh and Green Chef. Nice. So there you go. All those options. Fuck you, Blue Apron, for not sponsoring us. <laughs> uh, and uh, going to Costco at off hours has been our fucking ticket to success. Costco sounds really clutch right now. You just go there yeah. once every two weeks or something. Just stock up. That's all we do. Yeah. Stock the fuck up. It works. He shot and I also eat really weird shit. So <laughs> I got to give him credit. He goes to the Asian market and picks up hot ass fucking Asian food that just, mwah, mwah. I'm, I'm doing the, I'm doing the chef kiss right now for you at home, kids. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Asian market. Mwah. That's just like. Get an Asian market near you. Go to your fucking local Asian market. They got good shit. They really do, though. Especially, man, you should go to your Asian market to buy rice because you can buy one 40-pound bag of rice and be set for the next five years of your life. And it's so much cheaper. And it's so much... It's better quality. Yeah, it's the way to go. It's the best. Yeah. It's the best, Jeff. Asian markets are great. They really are. And no one's there. The no one's there. The most ramen that you could ever want oh, in your yeah. whole life. They have a whole aisle of ramen. Different choices, different flavors, different companies. Instead of just that one cheap one that everybody gets all the time, <laughs> yeah. it's really not good. I feel like one. we have to do yeah. another review episode in twenty in, in twenty episodes where we go to an Asian market. Oh man, Ooh. we've got a really good, Asian good market near us. That'd be sweet. We yeah. have a great Asian market near us. Yeah, you do. Yeah. H Mart for all you people out oh. there who go to H Mart. Holler to my H Mart people. We could both go to H Marts. Oh fuck. Yeah. Quality, 20 episodes man. people get excited <laughs> get excited we gotta finish this up jesus Let's christ it's been it. an hour and a half oh my god this Damn. is a long one it's because doughboys man all right how many uh, let's let's go with let's go with baskets they did carts we'll go baskets how did many... they say baskets was a half cart oh god damn yeah, it. They is that like how four, they do it? four basket or four oh. carts in a basket how many wasps would you get it you know you can get you had your little wah over there i don't know it's oh, not good moi. yeah Oh, how many? Mwah, mwah, mwah. How many of those would I give it? <laughs> I didn't even know what I was talking about when I said, "Oh man, that's not good for me." And maybe the hand motion is really important. You can't see my face. It but. is. It is. Well, you gotta like kiss your fingers while you do it, so there's the kissing sound, like mwah, 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 you know, see, like I, that. That's. I don't really want to do that, but <laughs> you're gonna have to do it now. We're doing that. That's what we're doing. How many of how those many? things would mwah, you give it, Andrew? Mwah. Well, I don't know. Let's go with our guests first. Courtney, what did you think? Oh, for the whole experience. Yeah. Remember the the categories are, uh, <laughs> you know. All those categories. All the categories. Hoity toity, I know, is one. I feel like that's yep. really important for Whole Foods. Our checker was one, the checkout station. Mm -hmm. Parking. Our, was our checker one. was great. She was super nice, although she did. She checked to make sure we wanted two separate ketchups, which I appreciate. Mm -hmm. Parking, Whole Foods, both of the ones in Portland, or two of the ones in Portland, have their own parking garages in like pretty um, populated areas of town, which I really appreciate. It's mm -hmm. nice to mm -hmm. park there. Um, is it out of ten? Is it out of five? Let's How do. Many let's do eight. <laughs> out of eight. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we got our own scales on this podcast. That's right. All right, I would give it um, four mwas. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was it was good. The my burrito was delicious. The people were super friendly. 
I liked that they controlled the number of people who went into the store. There was a bouncer at the front of our uh, our Northeast Portland uh, Whole Foods that kept the number of people in the store pretty low, which I really appreciated. But it was um, expensive, and I mean, the general shopping-wise, it was expensive, and I can't shop there for regular food because I'm in grad school, so... <laughs> Same. Yep. You kids. <laughs> you students. Ha! <laughs> well, Andrew, why don't you go next? All right, so I will say how I use Whole Foods is go it's going to earn more mwahs just because of how I use it. I use it for an occasion-specific shopping. I think if you use it for day-to-day -day shopping, you're just throwing money away. That's useless. But if you use it for, like, occasional shopping, for example, like, buying, like, meat skewers... I don't want to marinate meat skewers, but it's great to pick up four meat skewers for six bucks. Hello. Fucking do that all day. God damn. But you bet your ass won't. You bet your ass I won't be buying fruit from that bitch anymore. Organic my ass. Six dollars. Shitty ass fruit. Bakery, though. Out of control. God damn, their bakery's good. And I gotta say, the chips, like, they were kind of expensive for how few you got, but they were like good chips and the, all the i knew how to pronounce all the ingredients in it so i was like you know they're probably better for me than like lays so that was good i mean it's tough i people so that stupid bitch in line <laughs> who didn't social distance kind of ruined my experience but the woman who helped me be a complete elitist about charities was so nice and so helpful so that kind of counteracted each other parking was great i mean i live in suburbia so it's just like there's endless parking mm -hmm. what else was there snacks. that sounds about it oh yeah you're the snacks oh snacks the chips chips yeah. and snacks how was your um, kombucha uh, oh the kombucha it was good and it was a boulder based kombucha called upstart okay. you guys ever heard of upstart no it was really good hisham and i both didn't like him don't normally like kombucha and we both said that to each other. i was like i bought kombucha i like walked into the house i was like Hisham, I bought kombucha because I went to Whole Foods. And if you go to Whole Foods, you buy kombucha because that's what the elitist kids do. And blah, blah. He's like, I've heard this before. Please stop talking to me. Are you going to make dinner now? I was like, yeah, I'm going to make dinner. Stop nagging me. And, uh, and so we both didn't love kombucha, but we both liked this kombucha. So it was really good. And it's locally made in Boulder. So that's really fun. Hell yeah. So overall, 30 bucks, $31.76 to be precise. Um, it was, it was uh, I would give it five and a half. Mwah, 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 mwah. Five and a half for a grocery store? Not bad. Not bad. You know what? Seven and a half, though. Mwah, mwah. If you're... That was two extra for my five and a half. If you're doing it for a specific one-off meal. Hmm. Yeah. I think I it does great for that. Burgers, too. Burgers are good there. We didn't do burgers, so I'm not going to review them. But their burgers are super good. So, if you're just looking for a one-off quick meal, honestly, $15 a person, that's not bad. And I bought a bunch of shit I didn't need to. You know, you don't have to buy chips. You don't have to buy chips there. You don't have to buy dessert there. But I did. But and I will again. But you should, yeah. It's so fucking good. God damn. If you're going to go there for anything, go there for the dessert. Hmm. All right, Jeff, your thoughts. You know, it was it was better than I expected. You know, we went in there. We, we got some stuff. Most of it was good. Some of it was pretty disappointing. They, you know, they just have some stuff that they're really good at. Like, we've gotten pizza dough there before. The pizza dough is really good. Like you're saying, it sounds like their meat section's good. Their produce seemed kind of meh, but the parfait was good. Our burritos were good. And they were all pretty reasonably priced. Like, we we kept pretty budget. But every now and again, there were, there were things that we wanted to buy that we just couldn't. Like, 
we got pizza dough. We were gonna make a pizza. But mozzarella cheese, to get a pack of mozzarella cheese was $8. Are you kidding me? Eight bucks for some cheese? Like, it doesn't make any sense. fucking cheese? It doesn't make any sense. And it, I just can't do that when I know that I could go, you know, a mile from our house and get it for like three bucks and get some nice Tillamook cheese. So I, I, I'm struggling here. I I think I'm going to go four and a half. Mm. I don't think I did it very, very nice. well. Thank good. you. That's no, good. that was good. Yeah. It, it, was, it was good food, most of it. And I think that it's the only grocery store that you can go to and confidently get food and eat your meal there. And I think that's kind of cool. And they're they're leaning that way. Like, they made a new Whole Foods in Denver. And it's got, like, an entire level of it is just for seating and just eating there. Because it's it's fun to do at Whole Foods. You go, you make a meal, you eat, you hang out. It's kind of nice. So, yeah, I, I give it four and a half. I, I, uh, I'm not going to go up. again. That's the only problem. Is like, I'm going to go oh. to Trader Joe's. I'm not going to go to Whole Foods. I, I have no want for it. But... Yeah. I fucked up, by the way. I forgot that it was out of eight. So my five and a half stands for both situations. Okay. All right. That was my bad. You're not taking it to seven and a half? No. No, no, no. That's way too good. That's like Costco level. That's Costco level ratings, and I'm not putting Whole Foods in the same plane as Costco. No fucking way. Yeah. Oh, man. Back to the Doughboys. Doughboys, so good. They're so good. Go listen to all their episodes. It's amazing. Do we know what we're listening to next week? Have we talked about this? No. Do we know whose no. choice it is? I forgot. I did. I hate. Oh, we're doing the ruby. Oh, we're doing the ruby. I totally forgot about that. All right. It's the ruby next. That's Hayden's suggestion from Carl. We have no idea what it's about. None of us have ever heard of it. Oh, I'm sure boy. it'll be great. Do you have an episode selection? Or are you just going to choose one at will? I think I... the episode's called the ruby and the oh. show's called something else. Oh, I think you're right. Man, we are prepared. <laughs> Always prepared on the on the Tangent Quest podcast. Maybe we'll tweet that out because I I don't know. I don't know if people like to listen to the episode first. I don't know if people care. But anyway, any last words for us, uh, Mr. Andrew? Uh, you know, just uh, I don't know, man. Just don't go to Whole Foods. If you're going to do anything, go to Costco. Okay? Costco's got good shit. They sell Dyson vacuums for like for free. I mean, you can pay pretty much just take Dyson vacuums out of Costco's. Just go pay for a membership and just grab a Dyson vacuum and 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 and, and grab one of those pre-made street taco meals and I don't know. I don't know, vacuum up shit and eat tacos. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Wow. Well, thanks for for joining us, Courtney. Yeah, thanks, thanks for joining us, Courtney. Was that great. was fun. I enjoyed my Whole Foods meal. The parfait was delicious, so this was go. fun. Yeah. Win-win. 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 All right. Hello. Until next week, when maybe Hayden will be back. We'll see. We'll see.